0: Hey everyone, thanks for joining us again today. Hope you're having a good day today. Uh, In our section today, we're going to continue to see the goodness of God and the people continuing to turn away from him. My hope and prayer today is that we learn the lesson to turn to and not away from God. Uh, A God who loves us and who loves us so much that he gave his one and only son to die on a cross for our sin. So let's read today Nehemiah nine twenty two through thirty one. <clears throat> you gave me, you gave them kingdoms and nations, allotting to them even the remotest frontiers. They took over the country of Sihon, king of Heshbon, and the country of Og, king of Bashan. You made their children as numerous as the stars in the sky. You brought them into the land that you told their parents to enter and possess. Their children went in and took possession of the land. You subdued before them the Canaanites who lived in the land. You gave the Canaanites into their hands along with their kings and the peoples of the land to deal with them as they pleased. They captured fortified cities and fertile land and took possessions of houses filled with all kinds of good things. Wells were already dug, vineyards, olive groves, fruit trees, In abundance. They ate to the full and were well nourished. They reveled in your great goodness. But they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They turned their backs on your law. They killed your prophets who had warned them in order to turn them back to you. They committed awful blasphemies. So you delivered them into the hands of their enemies who oppressed them. But when they were oppressed, they cried out to you. From heaven, you heard them. And in your great compassion, you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the hand of their enemies. But as soon as they were at rest, they again did what was evil in your sight. Then you abandoned them to the hand of their enemies so that they ruled over them. And when they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven and in your compassion, you delivered them time after time. You warned them in order to turn them back to your law, but they became arrogant and disobeyed your commands. The person who obeys them will live by them. Stubbornly, they turned their backs on you, became stiff-necked and refused to listen. For many years, you were patient with them, By your spirit, you warned them through your prophets. Yet they paid no attention. So you gave them into the hands of the neighboring peoples. But in your great mercy, you did not put an end to them or abandon them. For you are a gracious and merciful God. Wow. We start by noticing how God had protected them from their enemies. How he gave them nations and kingdoms and all the lands he had promised to their fathers. And these lands were ready to move right into. Uh, The houses were already furnished. The wells were already dug. So water was there. There were vineyards and olive trees and fruit trees in abundance. They were thrilled to be able to go into these lands. And they marveled at what God had done. And once again, how he had provided for them. But it didn't last long, because it seems they took those things for granted. They became disobedient and rebellious. They killed the prophets who had come to who had come from God to tell them the way they should live and the way they, the things they should do, how to keep them on the straight and narrow. They didn't like what they said. How this mirrors our world today, doesn't it? So many in our world don't want to know what is right and wrong. They just want to live the way they want to live, no matter what it how it impacts them or anybody else. So God gave them over to their enemies. He allowed them to be oppressed. If this is what you want to do, then I'll let you do it. God will never force us to serve him. But when they get into trouble, what's the first thing they do? I often hear people say, when when I need God, I'll I'll go to him and I'll pray. I I may have even been guilty of that at times, but what a wrong approach, isn't it? God should be our first one we turn to, not as a last resort. Nevertheless, what does God do? He hears their cry, and according to his mercies, he gives them deliverers and saves them again from the hand of their enemies. But after a while, I love how it says, but after a rest, after they things have calmed down a little bit, after things have gotten back to normal a little bit, they again start to do evil. They again start to forget what he had done. So God says, back to your enemies. But what happens? They cry out. Here's this pattern that we see throughout the book of Judges they go into captivity they sin they cry out god delivers them they go back into captivity he testifies against them again to walk with him and to do those things that are right but soon again they're acting proudly <clears throat> they're not listening they're sinning they're shrugging their shoulders their necks are they're, they're stiff-necked it says which means they're stubborn and they won't hear yet god is still patient. He sends more prophets with his word. They still won't listen. Back to the enemies. Guess what they're going to do? Absolutely. They cry out. God sends deliverers. He never gives up on them. He is gracious. He is merciful, and he still is. We will pick up there next time and finish chapter 9. The lesson I hope we get from this is not just how merciful and patient God is, but that we need to, as his people, listen and obey what he tells us. It's always for our own good. Thanks for being here. See you next time.